When we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that. And uh, forget the money. Uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Footwork. I'm Dylan. And I'm Sean. And each week we're bringing stories and tips from around the globe as we dive into our journey abroad. Outlining what it takes to follow our dream and hopefully yours, even if it's not soccer. So, Sean, we want to start off this pod just a little differently. Um, So we had a coach um, whose name was John Han. He was officially the goalkeeper coach and assistant coach for us at Oneonta State. Our college team. Yeah, where we we played college ball. Um, You know, just recently, some some bad news on that end where he was diagnosed with... A number of things. A number of different things. um, And, yeah, you know, we, we just wanted to open this up and just take the time and say, you know, we're, we're pulling for you, John. And, you know, we know we're going to get, you're, you're going to get through this. You're one of the hardest guys we've ever met and you completely had our back four 100%. years of college. And that's the least we could do for you. And, um, for those of you out there listening, um, we're going to be posting the GoFundMe for, um, to help with a lot of his medical expenses because Lord knows in America, these things add up and, they will. We will post them on our Facebook, on our Instagram. Um, you can also find them on the Oneonta State Men's Soccer yep. uh, Facebook page, and anything you can, you know, you can send his way, even if it's just kind words of, of support. Um, he's a great guy, and you know, he was a great mentor and and uh, support system for us. So, for sure, this is this is really the least we can do to help him. Um, and yeah, a little bit goes a long way. I yeah. think, in, in the grand scheme of things. So, Johnny, Johnny. we'll see you soon, and um, be strong. Everyone out there, please send some support, a couple dollars if you can. And, yeah, from now on, we'll, we'll turn into to footwork. So today, um, we didn't, we didn't um, put out an episode on Monday, and it's funny because the whole title of this episode is... Consistency. And that's pretty much the opposite of what we did yeah but there there'll be further details to come at a later at a later date yeah the reason why but um here we are we're plugging we're plugging it out we're um, plugging it out um we're back stronger better than ever uh-huh, some blueberries and dylan's eating blueberries what a terrible thing to do during a podcast i'm parched um drinking this it's so freaking there's a heat wave in hamburg yeah, right now it's hot right it's now. like 90s we're and sitting pretty much like on each that. other's lap right now we were supposed to do this tomorrow too, but Sean had said a three o'clock in the afternoon pod would be just the worst. Thing. Yeah. All right, so consistency, Sean. Yeah. Um, there's a definitely different avenues for this. Um, you know, pregame, postgame, recovery, all these things. Consistency, I think, is the main difference between professionals and amateurs, in my opinion. I completely agree. And it's consistency. So, you know, if you talk to, you know, some of the greatest scouts, coaches, um, my mentor, Joe Funicello at uh, Soccer Visa, the biggest difference is that consistency. So 
you know, we can all play a 10, 20 yard ball into someone's feet. We can do a lot of the things that pros can do, but can you do it nine out of 10 times? Yeah. You know, you can hit a great shot, but can you hit that nine out of 10 times? Right. Can you play that ball with your left foot nine out of 10 times? Exactly. And that's the difference. You know, you sit back and you watch on TV like, oh, I can do that. I can yeah. do that. But you can't do that every single time. Right. You're going to fuck up so many times. Right. There's little things that when it comes down to it, they're, the best players in the world are not so much better at one thing than you. Mm-hmm. It's just that they can do a lot of things consistently mm-hmm. better than you. Yeah, a lot of basically things everything consistent. consistently and better than you. Yeah. So when you put those together, this is the reason that they're at the top level and you. It not. takes over. Um, yeah, and this, I mean, there's consistently that has to do with essentially every part of the game as well. Yeah. So you are only as good as your last performance. Yeah, we've said that multiple times. That's and one that's, way to look at it. That's not just games. That's games. That's training. So yeah. every time you step on the field. You're being judged by your peers, by coaches, potential agents that are watching a different player, mm-hmm. um, scouts. There's always people there watching, and you never know who knows somebody. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we've um, we've touched on it before. I know you touched on some of the things that you do, um, especially in training or on trials. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some things that you kind of do? Let's start with training to um, stay consistent and make sure that you play every training like it's a match. Well, I mean, we can start in the beginning of training because it, it is realistic. Is yeah. that there, of course, are days where I am not really feeling training on this day. What's the saying? Can't be fucked. Just yeah. can't be fucked for training. Fucked. Yeah. Um, but then I like using the warm up as like just this little mental battle between like the angel and the devil, mm-hmm. and just saying like, "I'm here in Germany." Mm-hmm. I spent all my life playing this game, and you're gonna decide now that you you couldn't care less to train today, and then it's like no, like tune in, like yeah. figure it out, yeah, get yeah, warm. Yeah. These little aches you yeah, have, yeah. you're gonna get over them, and then in ten minutes when we get going, you're gonna be on top of your game. Mm-hmm. And this happens. I mean, it's it's often, mm-hmm. not every training, but it definitely is not a rare occasion. Yeah, but this is something that. Easily from the beginning of training, the warm up is generally just something light, just getting the heart rate up. Yeah. And this is the time where you need to get yourself right in the mi- right mind state. Mm-hmm. And just because it's training doesn't mean that like oh, I just have to do this on game day. No. But if you slack in trainings, those add up. Yeah. You know, and if you are just dogging it in many trainings over the course of a month, over the course of a season, you're losing so much opportunity to improve and get better. Yeah. And so that's how I see it: is that these this is an opportunity. This next hour and a half, two hours. I can get better today, and, and I'm doing do everything I can, and I'm doing what I love. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, this is. This I is think there's multiple ways, play. especially. I think that that warm up, you know, like a lot of teams do, like a little jog across the field, or you're playing in like a, you know, a rondo, a little keep mm-hmm. away or juggling. And I know some people have, you know, they they try and just be talkative and they try and have fun and you know have a laugh and that kind of mm-hmm. gets them into that position, like oh, I'm playing a game, you right. know. Some people like to come in at it hard, and I think, you know, whatever works best for people out there. But find your thing, and then, you know, you're there. You're at training. It's time to freaking, you know. Yeah, get something out of it. You don't waste your own time. Mm -hmm. That's what it comes down to. Why are you going to waste your time? Yeah. Like, if you you don't want to be there, then don't go. Don't go. Don't do this. And don't waste other people's time as well. 
And there's a great saying by, it's kind of like an anonymous Navy SEAL that I, I heard. An anonymous uh, Navy SEAL? Yeah, I don't know. That's what it's, I it's think quoted, 75% it, of our quotes are Navy SEALs anyway. So. Um, but it says, under pressure, you don't rise to the occasion. You sink to the level of your training. That's why we train so hard. And I mean, <laughs> that, couldn't, that couldn't be more true. It's so true. It's like you don't just randomly have this unbelievable performance because the stage is, you know, huge. You know, there's thousands of fans there. You, you know, you're on trial for a big team. You're not going to just perform. That's mm-hmm. not how it works. Mm-hmm. Unless you've, if you put in all the work, mm-hmm. then that's going to shine. Whatever you've done beforehand is going to show. And it's not just one like, oh, workout, let me post this on the gram. You know, I sweat. Oh, right. one workout. Okay, now I'm going to freaking ball. No. No, people are outworking you. There's there is someone out there that is yeah. working harder than you every single day. And there's always someone working harder than you because there's someone on the inside of you that's always working harder than whatever you're doing right now. Yeah. They're doing something more. Yeah. So you can always do more. You can it's, literally always do more, and every person on earth can always do more. Mm-hmm. So that's why you should be always looking to improve. And, um, yeah, at the end of the day, you're, you aren't going to just, you know, pull Oof. out this amazing performance out of nowhere. That That comes from years and Many trainings, hours of training. What's that quote you like about proper preparation? Yeah, proper five Is it P's. The four, five P's. I was going to say four P's. Proper preparation <laughs> prevents <laughs> poor performance. Good job. Thank you for the interruption there. Um, I didn't think you'd get through it. You were close. Yeah. I'm so that, I mean, that's, a, that's another little thing. It's pretty. That's facts. Yeah. Also, luck. This is another one. Luck. Luck is when preparation means an opportunity. Yeah. So it's not just when you get an opportunity, but it's when you've done the proper preparation and then this opportunity comes about. That's yeah, luck. You might get an opportunity, but if you weren't putting in the work before, then that the first day they're going to say, you know, goodbye. Yeah. It's Thanks that for simple. Yeah. Thanks. See, you, see you later. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for coming. So, yeah. so that's, I mean, that's training. I think training, you know, you're putting in the work. You know, this, this, this has to do with all aspects of it. So you're, you're working hard so that you can play your best in the games. But, there's so much else that comes into it. And I think the big scope of this, and we've touched on recovery before in other episodes, but let's really tone into how much we do it and how much you know professionals at an even higher level than us are doing it and what you need to do to play at the highest level. Because like we said, not only are people outworking you, but people are out recovering you. Yeah. I guess it's, you know, it's, it's kind of an interesting way to say it, but... They're just putting... When you think of the work, quote unquote, that the work is not training. The training everyone does. Mm-hmm. That's like that's the standard. The work is what what you do before and after training. It's that extracurricular. And that's what makes a difference between you know, first off, getting your body to a peak performance level, mm-hmm. and also not getting injured. Yeah. If you're injured, you can't perform. So. Mm-hmm. The injury is like the worst thing that could possibly happen because then you can't play. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen when you're injured. Um, so it starts off before every session. First off, not even getting to what you're eating, mm-hmm. but before every session, you should be stretching foam rolling, yeah, doing foam a proper warm up. Yeah. Don't show up to the field and start pinging a 50 yard ball. I mean, especially when you get older, like, you know, this, we, this was, this comes back to the injuries episode, but once you get older, like, you know, getting right on the field, playing 11 V 11, eight V eight, not a good idea. It's not a good idea. Yeah. Your muscles, your ankles, all this shit will go. Yeah. You gotta put in. 
you got to put in those 20, 30 minutes stretching, foam rolling yeah. before a training, every training session. Every training session. Keep it. Getting a massage on anything that you feel isn't is not feeling quite right. Get a mm-hmm. massage from the physio if you can. Mm-hmm. If not, use a foam roller or the cross mm-hmm. ball. There's many things you could do. Activating, you know, Act- yeah. the core and the hips especially. Yeah. Um, for those of you with glass ankles, Sean, Ooh. make sure... Sean, make sure that you're uh, oh. you're doing that band work. Um, so for even me, just to bring it to a personal level, like we said, uh, I've I've struggled with um, some uh, some knee injuries and some just you know chronic knee pain over the last I'd say year, pretty much since I came to Germany. Um, Sean gave it to me. Just it's it's all sketchy, but um, I I know a physio back home um, who. Um, I'm good friends with, and she ran me through a little routine that I should do before every single session, mm. and it includes, you know, activating my hips, um, activating, um, you know, muscles around the knee, you know, stretching the hamstrings because my hamstrings are just chronically tight too. Mm-hmm. So since I've been doing that, and I've been doing that since I returned to Germany, I haven't felt any knee pain. It's amazing. Any. Amazing. And it's, I really do, I put it down to me getting in early, 100%. putting in this work, foam rolling yeah. the muscles around it, and then doing this activation that she she guided me to do. And I love it. I feel yeah. so much more ready now than I, when I step on the field. And now, did you feel the effects immediately or it took a while? Um, I didn't feel it like the first week. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of slow with it, but then I just thought like... Stay consistent. Stay consistent. Cause, Keep doing it. I mean, a lot of these things that we'll touch on... They're increments, right? Yeah, they're incremental gains. Yeah, you're not going to see improvements. It. You're not going to see it. You, most of them you won't realize day to day. Yeah, you're not going to notice a, a significant effect, but over the course of a season, over the course of a month, over the course of a week, you might notice small improvements, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the day, you are so much farther ahead of, you know, that person inside you that you're chasing. Mm-hmm. You're getting closer to that person. Yeah, and then your opponents, you're just passing by. Yeah, and and so another one with that is something that can be easily overlooked and you don't notice any any difference at all for you know immediately is just drinking a protein shake after every session so every time you work out every time you do anything strenuous essentially on your body mm-hmm. get in a protein shake 30 minutes after every session yeah and you're not going to notice a difference from day to day yeah and that's key notice, that 30 minutes is key yes it is it is essential um but this is something over the course of a season so you could think of it as your muscles going to have they're going to be a little less sore the next day, mm-hmm. and then the training after that they're going to be a little less sore than it would have been if you didn't do it the first day. Yeah. Now you look at that across from a week, right? Then the next week you have a really strenuous day. Mm-hmm. That's when you would you would have hurt your hamstring, right? But because you drank a protein protein shake, amongst all the other things you did, now you're not getting an injury. Incremental gains. So this is the reason that you These you're not going to see up. an effect immediately. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's going to help. And if you can make any improvement at all, you should be doing it. So, you who after a game or a training, what do you have to say about that? Um, so the sugar is good to replace the <laughs> your glycogen stores, but burn. It was not a. It was the right idea, but it's chocolate milk, not chocolate drink. <laughs> it's not chocolate drink. Chocolate yeah. drink. So we we I think you approached our college coach about. Um, recovery drinks and protein yeah. shakes after, yeah. and he was all on board because he, yeah. you know, he's all about getting better. But he right. just, 
He wasn't exactly knowledgeable on the topic, yeah. and that it first, that oh, let's first just buy game, chocolate protein powder. Now let's get you. <laughs> first game, we come off the field and we're handed Yuhu. You know, I'm 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 still a little hyped because I'm super. I'm like parched, and a chocolate Yuhu. It Sounds tasted great. hella good. It's great. I mean, it's not all wrong. It's not. It really. The sugar is good. That's also with sometimes having shake, a soda or something. Yeah. With the protein shake, if you're doing anything strenuous, to get a little sugar in with this protein shake is important. So mm-hmm. anything um, with a high glycemic index, for example, an orange banana are the easiest things. Probably the most available. What about these blueberries I'm eating? Uh, there's not so much sugar in those actually. They'll be good, but it's not uh, an orange or a banana would be better. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's else? also good. So you, there is something to it. Um, what else? Get off this you who. Um, then you have the icing, ice bath, saunas. Yeah, do so I've been icing a lot in these, in these pre-seasons. Um, in addition, heat. So the sauna slash heat, heating things or icing things and then ice baths or saunas. You like saunas? Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. Decently big fan of saunas. Yeah, but too bad because... They're still, yeah, they're still, they're still outlawed you. in Germany. All right. Sean's so, going to have to build another one in Germany. So, now, so these things, you do feel a difference immediately after. Uh, sauna I think and ice, I think so. You feel both. So you feel immediately after and over the course of a long time, you also... Especially if there's the, pain, the, the ice. I mean, it just, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's numbing the pain. It's, yeah. it's, these are immediate things. Understand. Sauna, I mean, I definitely think I feel... Oh, you feel it. Because first, I mean, especially you, if I stay you do hydrated feel it because with if it, if you're in the sauna, you could feel your body wanting to get out of it, mm-hmm. and then when you get out of it, you get like this crazy endorphin rush. Oh man, it's so amazing! And it's unreal. And so you do feel it immediate for sure, but you also a get yoo-hoo and it's just <laughs> pure bliss. Yeah. Um, and then with that, so you have to stay hydrated in a sauna. So hydration, that's key. Yeah, I think that's such a massive one is that and if you catch Sean and I, we are never without a water bottle. Yeah. Um, sometimes we've gone out with book bags and we've had water in it. Yeah. It's um, just, I honestly, this has been a habit, I would say, since like 10th grade, you know, 14, 15. And then I can't remember for me. Once, once you start it, it's like I can't go anywhere and not have well, your water. Your body is I'm so thirsty. used to it too now, and so your exactly. body knows how high, highly functioning it can be when, when it's, it's this hydrated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it really does. It's it's silly to think a oh, water gives you energy because water is nothing, but it does because a lack of water, water being like- dehydrated, you're going to be so tired mm-hmm. and probably feel miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, so staying properly hydrated, twenty four seven is mm-hmm. crucial, and. I think um, you know a big thing, and we like we like our beers here and there. But a big thing is the alcohol, and I know there's um, I don't want to quote the study because I might get it wrong. But there was some study about you know having over five or six drinks in a night, and it it was like it sets your your performance. Yeah, I don't even think it was that much. I think it was less. Okay. Yeah, it was less. But yes, it sets you back like a week. But what sets what back exactly? So like it, it sets it, your performance no, index? So I, or? Think, I think what happens is it it affects your cells. Mm-hmm. So those cells are like dead cells, you can think of it. Mm-hmm. And it takes those seven days to replace those cells. Mm-hmm. So like the analogy to keep it simple, I believe, was like if you do a workout like and then you go drink, mm-hmm. you just like basically got rid of the past week's work. Because you went out and got, you know, hammered that night. So let me set this stage for you. So at Oneonta, 
We have a we Friday. were doing it wrong. We have a Friday. We were definitely doing no, it wrong. No, no, we have a Friday and Saturday game. Yeah. And then we go out and we drink and we go to Jimmy T's. Yeah. And so what you're telling me is that basically from the start of the season to the end of the season, our per our performance levels and our like our training, we actually got worse. I mean, yeah, I think the youth might have helped us. I think the youth helped us. But yes, for sure. I think those Monday Tenzer Cups where we would sweat it out helped us too. Scientifically speaking, 100%. That's so funny. Well. Oh, man. Burnett's. Burnett. All right, let's (laughs) go on. I can't even think about that. Let's go to sleep. Yes. One thing that we've talked on, talked, touched. Spoke about. Spoke. One of these words. Let's combine them. One thing that we spoke on, you know, relatively recently was sleep, but um, not even just getting the right amounts. I think one thing that really ties into consistency and one thing that I've been super better since actually, is that a way to say Super better. I'm, I'm. Just keep going. Just try. I swear I was a smart kid in college. It's gone downhill. (laughs) It's those nights at Jimmy T's. It's gone downhill. All his brain damage. Um, I, I kick a ball around the field. What was I even saying? You were saying that um, sleep is very important and the amount oh, of yes. time. Not sleep. just the amount, but when you go to sleep and when you wake up. Correct. Is super important. So that consistency is an actual met- metric that they use to study sleep. Yes. Um, Sean's whoop strap is is just amazing for this. Yeah. When are you getting one? Um, Let's put it out live. When are you getting one? Once I get a soon. Once I get my next contract. Facts. Well, it's coming soon. So, yes. Sleep consistency is not something I, I read about in that book "Why We Sleep" by Matthew Walker. Um, Highly recommended. I listened to yeah. um, audiobook of that. Yeah, not I, all of it, but I many, listened many. to the audiobook. I did not read that book. Take that back. Um, but ever since getting the Whoop, it's that's a big part of your sleep. You get like a sleep performance every night, mm-hmm. and then that based on that is your recovery. Yeah, um, and sleep consistently plays a huge part of that. Um, so when you go to sleep and when you wake up, you should be consistently going to bed and waking up around the same time. Yeah. Give or take, of course, it's not going to be perfect, but this is because then your body releases the hormones that, um, it does throughout the night, um, whether it's melatonin, so to make you fall asleep and then Mm -hmm. easing off the melatonin to make you wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, same thing as like light exposure. Yeah, so, so getting up or, or not getting so up So making it dark at night yeah. so that your body produces more melatonin and in the morning getting that... Early sunlight. I mean, early sunlight is ideal, but if you're sleeping later than the sunrise, then make sure you have blackout curtains. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that, that plays a huge part on how deep you're not just getting light sleep, but you're getting the deep and REM sleep, which what is... What did you tell me important. about, like, you know, even if you wear those masks, like your body actually can sense yeah, so the your, light? Yeah, so your skin has light sensors essentially that's so unreal yeah so now i'm like kind of a freak with it like i don't want any lights in my room no blacked out blacked on the out, curtains blacked yeah. out um but yeah but i i do find it to be true i mean it could be just because i've i know this now mm-hmm. but like i'm very big on like i need to make it as dark as possible mm-hmm. because then like in the morning like, when you and you've if your room is very bright with sun like you're up yeah, you can go back to sleep, but you're getting like crap sleep then. And I think that consistency of when you fall asleep and when you wake up makes it easier to fall asleep once you're yeah. in it, and it makes it easier to wake up. Yeah. So you're not as is it groggy? Groggy's the yeah. word, right? You're not as groggy in the morning, and then like you're not as restless at night. Hundred percent. You know, like it's pr- it's pretty much relatively the same for me now, and mm-hmm. getting 
over eight hours yeah. every single night. Mm-hmm. Um, so that when is so key. And I think we'll tie that into actually when as the topic with diet. Yeah. We spoke on how we eat and what things we like to eat and how we don't like to eat processed foods and all that. But the when is also a big thing. Yeah. So touch on that when you eat, mm-hmm. what kind of tips that you've learned and yeah. how that affects your sleep too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played around with a bunch of different types of diets or styles of eating. I wouldn't call it a diet. It's just a way of eating. Um, Isn't that what it... What is the yeah, because some, diet? some people think of like a diet as like, oh, he doesn't eat this, this. He eats, mm-hmm. he eats celery for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But it's like the timing is it's what just, you're getting into. It's just diet is just what what foods consist of. What do you eat? Yeah, okay. that's your diet. So, but um, what and when? Yeah. Today? So, so for example, I'm following more of it's like a lot of people have heard of intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. which is usually like 16 hours of fasting, eight hours of eating, an eight hour window of eating. Or time-restricted eating is kind of the same thing. I would say that's more of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically giving your body, ideally, so you would eat for nine hours um, and then give you have a nine-hour window. Mm-hmm. And then you give your body uh, 15 hours to um, then digest the food, repair your body, and so on. Yeah. Um, so, we, But because of this, you don't want to eat bef- maybe one to two hours before you go to bed. Yeah, that's big. Um and the reason being is you. So the reason you give your body this time to digest the food, or you only give in the in this case nine hours of eating time. So your body has to digest the food you eat, right? right? So that's that's your body's working and putting in calories and energy to digest what you eat. Yeah. But if it's doing that, then it's not doing other things, which is repairing muscles, repairing dead cells, repairing damaged cells, anything, any type of repairing. But when you give it a significant amount of time to do these things. Then um, yeah, so then it then it can then it can repair your muscles, then it mm-hmm. can repair damaged cells, can repair anything, any injuries, anything like that. And that's when you can get into that deep. Correct, deep exactly. Sleep. So if you eat right before bed, you might fall asleep, but for the first one to two hours of your sleep, you're not going to be in any sort of deeper REM sleep because your body has to deal with this food that's sitting in your stomach. Mm-hmm. So it needs to digest this and get rid of it, and then it can go back into like repair mode mm-hmm. um, and restore everything. Um, so because of this, yeah, you can, you can eat for sure right before you go to bed and you're going to fall asleep, but you're not getting into a deep or REM sleep. You're going to be in light sleep. Yeah. And if you have a night worth of night sleep, light sleep, for example, a night after drinking, your 90% of that sleep is going to be light sleep. Yeah. And people the think next like, morning oh, you I feel terrible so well because you sleep yeah. long and you're out and you can't yeah. get woken up. You feel up, terrible but... the next day. A lot of that has to do with is because you had terrible sleep. Terrible. Like the worst The quality sleep of the sleep yeah. was horrible. You had it a long amount of time, but the mm-hmm. quality of it was poor. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's one thing we do is that once or two hours before bed, we don't eat. And then for us, generally we don't eat for the first few hours when we wake up either. Yeah. Um, I'm usually having black coffee until it depends on when my trainings are because I like to eat a breakfast and I like to eat a lunch and the lunch has to be four hours before train session so it depends but yeah it's black coffee for for a bit and yeah yeah. I mean it's just a daily routine too at first it's consistency and I mean we've mentioned Jocko also many times but he has a famous book Discipline Equals Freedom Mm -hmm. Um, and the idea of it is you are incredibly disciplined in many parts of your life, which then gives you the freedom in the other parts. Yeah. So you can break it down to a day. You're disciplined, you know, 
You wake up really early. You get a workout in. You get to work. But then by 5 o'clock in the afternoon, It's earning your days. You earn the day. You yeah. earn the evening. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Yeah. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. And then you could just look at that on a macro scale as well. Yeah. You know, you work hard during the week. So then on the weekends, you don't think about work at all. And you yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. Or, you work you know, hard you for work a few hard months to, get to have, you know, a few week vacation. Exactly. You work hard to get a promotion and now you're making more money. Like you earn that stuff by putting in that consistent hours, yeah. that consistent work that you know, people aren't doing. Yeah. And there's many, there's many factions to it. Like we said, it's not just that one training, you know, it's not just that one project. It's, it's putting in the hours all around that thing that you're passionate about. And, and also you could think of it too, when related back to soccer is discipline equals freedom. So we're doing all these things that we just mentioned in the past 28 minutes. Mm -hmm. This is, that is discipline doing all these things. So when I step on the field, I have the, my mind is free. I know I put in the work. Oh, yeah. I know for the 22 players on the field right mm-hmm. now, I've done more than every one of them. And this, and this, this is a freedom of yeah. I'm, I'm already winning. Yeah. So before the whistle starts, I'm winning. Yeah. This, whatever the person that's playing against me, the opposite position, oh, I'm winning against this person. Yeah, this ties in exactly to what you said, and I think it's perfect now because right now in this heat wave in Germany, you know, I think in the past, like years ago, I might think, ah, oh, screw it. But I know now I've been on my game. I've been putting in all this recovery. I've been hydrating. I've been sleeping well. I've been eating well. I haven't been drinking alcohol mm-hmm. like that. So I'm like, oh, who, who am I going up against? Oh, I'm, I'm free in the head yeah. and I'm free in the body because yeah. I know I've been putting in that work. Yeah, yeah. And it just, I mean, that's a confidence game too. And it, you could just play tricks with your mind, but... I mean, that is sports in general. It's feeding yourself confidence and staying confident mm-hmm. and just basically beating your opponent to whatever it is that you're playing them against. Yeah. And like we, competition. like we said earlier, you will not see these results immediately. So don't judge, you know, the stretching or the foam rolling or the protein shake. Don't judge that off of one day, one week. Because all those things, if you're doing it and your opponent's not doing it, oh man, you will significantly, significantly be ahead of them. So look, you know, you might listen to this and you might think, oh, I'm not that consistent. Or, you know, a week, a month from now, you might think, you know, I listened to that and I need to be more consistent because I do have a passion and, but I'm just, I'm, I'm struggling on what it is. So, you know, when you're feeling like that and you want to make that difference and whenever you feel like you need some more consistency, Listen to this podcast, and we'll go over these main points right here. So, Sean, what are the main points besides training? Because everyone trains. Yeah, training goes without saying. Um, so, for, for recovery, stretching, foam rolling, protein shake, getting fruit in after you after a workout, icing, sauna, heat, um, ice baths, hydration, staying constantly drinking water, always being properly hydrated, three hundred sixty-five days a year, twenty-four-seven. Um, Avoid alcohol as much as you can, or you should. If you're an, a serious athlete, you shouldn't be drinking alcohol. Um, and sleep, going to bed and waking up around the same time. So sleep consistency, focus on that, not just the length. You should be also getting seven to nine hours a night. Um, and then with your eating, you should, um, there's various ways of eating, but you should not eat one to two hours before you go to bed. And last and most importantly is discipline equals freedom and if you are struggling with any sort of consistency, you just have to add discipline in your life. For example, the first thing you do when you get up in the morning, you should make your bed. 
right? Start off the day, you've completed your first task. Yeah. And then when, what's the next thing you're going to do? And you can add a few, things, a, few, a few things up in your morning routine that just adds a little bit of discipline and it gives you this freedom of you don't have to think, what should I do? Should I get up and should I do this? Should I drink a coffee? Should I make breakfast? No, get up and make your bed. Now your room is clean. Your mm-hmm. room is neat. Your bed's made. And then go on to the next task. Task one. Task one complete. Yeah. So look, you need that consistency. Listen to those main points right there. They're so freaking key. And we promise you, this is a footwork promise. The first of its kind. You will see a difference and you will be ahead of your opponents. 100% guaranteed. Or money back. Snap cash. Snap cash. Wags. <laughs> Wags our accountant. <laughs> so the bottom line is these guys talk a whole lot of shit, but I can confirm that they know what they're talking about here. Cheers, Wags. Thanks for that. Yeah. The man. Love you. Love the you man. Wags. I'm still expecting that snap cash, though. Yeah, you always. <laughs> You've got a big balance running up these days. This tab is massive. Does it even exist anymore? Uh, I don't know. Well, it does. It's Monopoly money at this point. It's Monopoly. Let's um, let's move on. Keep um, keep plugging, keep passing this shit. Yeah. We're um, we have some exciting things coming. Um, we weren't so consistent when with, with when this came out. Yeah. But it still came out it's nonetheless. Out nonetheless, and um, yeah, stay tuned to the Instagram. There are some big things coming. And we have something actually coming with consistency. Um, We're going to be doing a little test ourselves. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for some exciting guests. Big exciting guests. Hush, hush. But we we hit some underground fame. If someone can guess the guest, Wags will snap cash you 100. And that's a footwork guarantee. And that's a footwork guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) But until next time. Keep moving forward. Keep learning. And make your own path. And stay consistent. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way.